ओम ज्ञान ज्ञानंजन translated as the uh, it specifically refers to the uh, transcendental stage just prior to pure love of god development of this bhav is the goal of krishna consciousness hari krishna mahamantra eto shabhav jay jagatar krishna upajay bhav it is the natural consequence of chanting the hari krishna mahamantra that one will develop the transcendental feelings for the lord <coughs> narad muni uh, attained to this bhav on uh, having uh, on uh, performing the meditation system by fixing his mind on the form of the lord now the yogis <coughs> who may not be devotees they may also meditate on the form of the lord but generally those uh, yogis who are not specifically devotees who meditate on the form of the lord even if they see the form of the lord they do not attain the bhav narmoni attained the technique of the yogis and the technique of the devotional or the technique of the non-devotional yogis and the technique of the devotional yogis is practically the same but the yogis on seeing the form of the lord they do not feel bhav the the result of following that technique is the same for both the yogis and for the non-devotional yogis and the devotional yogis but the result is uh, and the result may be apparently the same they both get to see the form of the lord however the bhav or attitude of the non-devotional yogi and that of the devotional yogi upon attaining the result of seeing the lord is different the uh, devotee attains the bhava of transcendental feelings whereas the yogi simply thinks oh now i'm successful why is this because uh, the yogis the non-devotional yogis from the very beginning they had no bhav or feelings for the lord they had no particular desire to attain such feelings for the lord and therefore they are attracted to a process uh, they, they they are attracted to a process that does not reveal feelings for the lord now where did narad muni attain this bhav from ultimately that bhav is in everyone that bhav is the natural uh, characteristic of the jiva and bhav of feelings for krishna loving feelings for krishna but to bring out that bhav it is required to come into contact with others who have that bhav anal just like fire is present within wood but unless fire is applied to wood the fire which is latent within that wood does not manifest so in the same way the latent love of god that is within everyone's heart becomes uh, manifest 
when one comes in contact with those who have that bhav with pure devotees of the Lord. Narad Muni had association with such devotees. And by following their instructions, he was able to attain to the same perfection. The mo- what is the most important thing we have to receive from devotees? Well, obviously the answer is Krishna. Krishna is everything. If you get Krishna, you get everything. But it may be that one has got Krishna, but not Krishna praying. Krishna was present in the uh, prison house of Kamsa within, when, as he was within the womb of Devaki. So it's, apparently it would seem that Kamsa had got Krishna, but he had not got Krishna praying. So one can apparently have Krishna, but not have Krishna praying. Everyone has Krishna. Krishna is in everyone's heart. But not everyone appreciates that. Narottam Das Thakur states that uh, Speaking of the Vaishnav, that Govinda is always present in your heart. And Krishna is present in everyone's heart. Ishvara Sarva Bhutanam Sarva Bhutanam. In everyone's heart the Lord is present. But uh, he, he is not manifest to the non-devotees in the same way it is manifest to the devotees. The Lord is present in the hearts of non-devotees uh, as a function. But He is present within the hearts of the devotees being uh, enraptured by their love for Him. The Lord says that devotees are my heart and I am the heart of the devotees because they know nothing but me and I know nothing but them. So devotees truly have Krishna because they have tied him, pranayalasana. He ties them and, and they tie him by the ropes of love. In Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita we find the statement that Tama de Sarva Sreshta Nama Sankirtan. No, what is that? Tama de Nama Sreshta Nama Sankirtan. What is that? Bhaktyanga Madhi Sreshta Nama Vidha Bhakti. Krishna, Krishna Prema Dite, Krishna Prema Krishna Dite Dhare Mahashakti. Bhajane Madhi Sreshta Nama Vidha Bhakti. Krishna Prema Krishna Dite Dhare Mahashakti that the uh, 64 angas of devotional service, uh, among them the nine kinds, beginning with Shravanam Kirtan, are the best. Because they have tremendous potency to give Krishna and Krishna Prema. So one may think, I have understood Krishna. One can do a PhD thesis on Krishna. But Krishna can actually be captured by the bhav of pure devotion. So Narad Muni had attained that bhav by association with devotees. One has to learn from pure devotees what is de- who is Krishna and what is devotional service. Krishna tattva, bhakti tattva, rasa tattva, there are so many tattvas that are phenomena that one has to understand in devotional service. One has to learn the uh, philosophy and the techniques of devotional service. However, simply learning the philosophy and following the techniques do not in and of themselves give 
Krishna Bhakti. Association with pure devotees is essential. Without that, the uh, love of God cannot develop. Mm. Krishna Bhakti, what is it? Krishna Bhakti Mulhoi Shadu Sangha. The very, the very root of Krishna Bhakti is association with devotees. Krishna Bhakti Janmai Tahe Puna Mukya Anga. And even when one's uh, love of Krishna is developed, still association with devotees is essential. Mm-hmm. Krishna Bhakti Janmai. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, uh, we have to learn from devotees what, what is the philosophy and practice of devotional service. However, it's also stated in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita that Shadu Sangha, Shadu Sangha, Sarva Shastri Koi, Lava Matra, Shadu Sangha, Sarva Siddhi Hoi. That all the Shastras say that even a moment's association with pure devotee can bestow all perfection. So, how is that possible? How in uh, one moment will the pure devotee teach the philosophy and techniques of devotional service? And that is not possible. So this suggests that uh, even more than the techniques and philosophy, what the pure devotees convey is the path of pure devotional service, the attitude of pure devotional service. That's why it said that devotional service is not a mechanical process. One can and must learn the philosophy and techniques of devotional service. But without the, uh, without actually developing the bhav or attitude of pure devotional service, then pure devotional service will not manifest within your heart. Mm. All the rules and regulations of devotional life are simply meant to awaken bhav or feelings for Krishna. But for that to happen, the bhav or attitude has to be one of desiring to attain pure devotion. And that bhav is transmitted by pure devotees. Otherwise, even by following techniques and studying philosophy, that may awaken the, the, the desire to attain pure devotional service, but that it cannot be perfect and cannot be complete without the association of pure devotees. In so, there are so many cases of um, pure devotee, just literally by a moment's association, changing people's lives, even without saying a word. Devotees have described that just by Prabhupada's looking at them, they decided, now I have to take up bhakti. One devotee described how, disciple of Prabhupada described how Prabhupada never said he had no, he never said anything to Prabhupada in his whole life. But just by some good luck, the first time he came to the temple, he was holding the umbrella over Prabhupada, the umbrella that is used for photography. The, 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 the photographer asked, you hold this umbrella. Because all the devotees were out greeting Prabhupada and he was setting up the photographic equipment. And there was no one else in the temple but these two. So he said, here, you hold this. So as a result, he was standing right next to Prabhupada throughout the lecture. In the course of the lecture, uh, Prabhupada said very emphatically, you must surrender. For the only time during the whole lecture, he turned and looked at the, at the hippie holding this. And then he thought, yes, I must surrender. Prabhupada is telling me I must surrender. And then he, 
He, had, he knew nothing about the Krishna Conscious Movement, but immediately his whole life he did. And this is the power of a pure devotee's association. Of course, he would never recommend that you just just look at him. You have to hear him. But there are uh, many instances of great devotees who just they transfer that bhav or attitude of pure devotion just by their presence. So many devotees described that uh, I, w- I went to see Prabhupada and I had so many problems I wanted to describe to him, possible things that I couldn't resolve, and so complex. But just by coming in Prabhupada's presence, then I realized actually I had no problem. Because uh, Prabhupada being fully <coughs> Krishna conscious, he had no problem. And just going into Prabhupada's presence, the devotees could realize that all these uh, so-called problems, they're all due to my not being Krishna conscious. So, uh, the, the spiritual master, he is Jnanadatta, he gives knowledge. Uh, but, what is to be absorbed, most importantly, is the, the bhav or the attitude of devotional service that he carries. If we associate with rascals, we'll have rascal bhav. If we associate with politicians, we'll, uh, we'll have a political bhav. If we associate with meat-eaters, we'll think, oh, yeah, meat-eating, it's also all right, meat-eaters bhav. So, uh, if we associate with mayavadis, we'll get mayavadi bhav. If we associate with pure devotees, then their strong mood of devotion to Krishna will pierce through our contaminations covering our hearts and uh, make us realize that we are only meant to serve Krishna. The bhav of simply desiring to serve Krishna without any personal motivation is that which is transmitted in parampara. Some of Prabhupada's godbrothers would accuse him that you are not properly following our Guru Dev, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sasrata. Because Prabhupada did some, some of the techniques of devotional service. Uh, actually, he didn't alter any of the techniques, but some of the uh, some of the details he made some adjustments to. Which was required for preaching Krishna consciousness outside of Bharata. It's interesting that some of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sartako's uh, contemporaries, they also accused him of not following Bhakti in Thakur or Srila Gorkishodas Babaji Maharaj. Srila Gorkishodas Babaji Maharaj uh, lived on the open bank of the Ganga or sometimes under the awning of a boat. The awning, it means on, in the country boat they have this made out of uh, cane or, or grass, this, this covering. Sometimes he would go naked or sometimes he would uh, take cloth that had not been burned uh, from the dead bodies and he would make some coping out of that. Therefore, he is described as Sakshad Vairagya Murti, the, directly the personification or the, the very representation of renunciation or non-attachment. And his disciple Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsar Thakur lived in well-constructed 
brick buildings, especially on uh, major preaching functions, meeting very big people. He would dress in fine clothes. Srila Gorkishot as Babaji Maharaj specifically told Bhaktisthan Sarasri Thakur not to go to Calcutta. But he stayed and preached in Calcutta. So it would appear that he was not following his guru. Practically, Bhaktisthan Sarasri Thakur had two gurus. In his, uh, his teachings and his very being was infused with Bhakti Vinod. However, there were some differences which Bhaktisthan uh, Sarasri Thakur was accused of not following Bhakti in his writings, Bhaktivinoda Thakur had recommended that it is best for Vaishnavas to be Krihastas. But in so many cases, Bhaktisthan Sarasar Thakur pulled men out of their family life and gave them sannyas. Although Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his writings uh, decried the depravity of uh, pseudo-Vaishnavas in his personal dealings, he uh, was more diplomatic and sometimes made friends with them, apparently. Although in his writings, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur had decried the depravity of so-called devotees, he had decried means he had protested against, and, or, or, and depraved means uh, fallen. The, yes. Poverty? No, not deprived. Depraved. Depraved? Although in his writings, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur had protested against the uh, illicit behavior of so-called Vaishnavas. Uh, in his practical dealings, he was uh, polite with them and uh, even some of them he befriended. Whereas Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasar Thakur waged war against these pseudo-Vaishnavas. He was like Parashuram. His tongue was like, his tongue and his pen was like the axe of Parashuram. So it appeared that he differed from Srila Bhaktivinoda However, foolish persons who make such accusations do not understand how the bhav of Bhakti Siddhanta is the bhav of Bhakti Vinod. How the bhav of Bhakti Vedanta is the bhav of Bhakti Siddhanta. How the bhav of these great acharyas, everything they do is simply to fulfill the desire of their acharya. As Srila Prabhupada once stated, that everything he's doing is, well, there may be so many reasons for doing it, to spread Krishna consciousness and so on, uh, out of compassion for the conditioned souls. But all these, although these are valid reasons for his preaching activities, the core reason for <coughs> his preaching for everything that he's doing is simply to satisfy his Guru Maharaj. Similarly, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, he simply lived 
to fulfill the mission of his guru. Without that mission, a pure devotee cannot live in this world even for a moment. He's, uh, he has no reason to be in this world. Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadama Hyandadati Sapadantikam We offer respectful obeisances to Srila Rupa Goswami craving his favor because he has attained the favor of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He has attained the favor of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, to the extent that he has understood what is the bhav of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What is his manobhishta, his heart's design. So this, uh, one should follow the rules and regulations and the uh, try to understand the philosophy as given by the spiritual master. But over and above this, one should try to capture the bhav, that bhav of a totally selfless devotion to Krishna. So, Brahmanda Brahmite Kono Bhagyavan Jeev Guru Krishna Prasade Pai Bhakti Lata Bij. Out of all the living entities wandering in the universe, one who is uh, very fortunate by the mercy of Guru and Krishna gets the seed of the creeper of pure devotion. What is that seed? That is the bhav of, of the attitude that I must act, speak, and think in a manner that is satisfying to Krishna. That bhav in the beginning is mixed up with so many, mixed up within the mind with its, with so many nonsensical desires. But as that is cultivated by hearing and chanting, the illuminating power of that bhav uh, dispels the darkness of illicit desires. Uh, that, uh, that feeling intensifies, then it becomes very strong desire to attain the Lord, which is the only price to attain the Lord. Which is only? Only price. Krishna bhakti rasa bhavitamati kriyatam yadi katopi labhyate tatra lolyam apimulyam ekalam koti janma sukritayana labhyate This uh, Krishna bhakti rasa bhav, these loving feelings for Krishna, uh, if that is available at any place, one should certainly purchase it. What is the price? The price is very strong desire to attain it. The, uh, even millions of pious activities in millions of births cannot compare to the bhaktilata bij that develops into a strong desire to attain the Lord. This analogy of paying the price is also there in the description of Nityananda Prabhu's Nam Hatha. Nadiya Godrume Nityananda Mahajan Patiyache Nama Hatha Jivera Karan. In Nadiya, in Godrum, the great personality Nityananda has spread out his sheet in the bazaar, in the, in the bazaar of the Holy Name. And this is for the benefit of the jivas. And in the marketplace, he has his goods spread out and he's calling for customers. Shadhavanjan, Shadhavanjan. He's calling out, 
who should come to purchase this holy name? Those who have faith. Faith is the uh, price for entrance into the chanting of the holy name. That faith uh, has to develop into strong desire to attain the Lord. Ado shadhata tasatu sangata bhajana kriya tato nartha nivriti sat tato nishta ruchistata tata saktis tato bhava What is it? Prima vyudan chati Ruchistata, I missed out ruchis Tata ruchistata anasaktis tato bhava So Stage by stage, shadha, faith, Prabhupada is described in this book, initial faith leads one to associate with devotees who will engage one in devotional service, by which the dirty things in the heart are removed. Then uh, one is firmly fixed in devotional service. Then one gains taste for the devotional service. Then one becomes very much attached to devotions. And then uh, is the bhav or transcendental emotions which are prior to and intrinsic to the stage of pure love of God, Prem. Bhav, this uh, often we are comparing what are the different Vaishnav Sampradayas. And uh, some uh, actually rather foolish persons, they like to uh, fight that our Sri Vaishnava philosophy is best or our Madhva Sampraday philosophy is best. And they, uh, they argue over philosophical abstrusities. But they don't see the underlying bhav of the, of the Acharyas is the same. The underlying bhav is one of a pure devotion to Krishna. Basically it's the same, but there are differences also. Transcendental differences, not material differences. Yashoda Mai is a gopi, Radharani is a gopi, but their feelings towards Krishna are quite different. But uh, Yashoda Mai has tr- a tremendous affection for uh, Srimati Radharani and vice versa. Because the underlying bhav of both of them is a full devotion to Krishna. So the bhav of different of, of devotees may be so different that they cannot even live with other devotees. The bhav of Hanuman is so different to that of the Vrajavasis that Hanuman he we don't find him in Vrajavasis. So Hanuman is a bhavum, bhavum, We don't find gopis in Ramli. When the uh, sages at uh, Dandakaranya, they wanted to uh, develop the same pure bhav for Lord Ram that Sita Devi had. He granted their wish but said, you have to come and join me when I come as Krishna. So the bhav is, the underlying bhav of all devotees is the same, but it is manifested in each and every devotee in a different way. And that gives pleasure to Krishna. That everyone is different and loves Krishna in a somewhat different way gives Krishna unlimited pleasure. Thus there are unlimited jivas. Thus there are unlimited jivas. Because uh, Krishna's capacity and desire to enjoy is unlimited.
so the uh, bhav of all genuine devotees, the, the basic bhav is the same. It is necessary to understand the philosophy of pure devotion, otherwise uh, one may be misled by the false or mixed bhavs of uh, not properly situated devotees. There are many persons who are reputed as great devotees, whose, but whose bhav is not accepted by genuine pure devotees as genuine. Person of mixed motives can never satisfy the Lord. Mixed motives. One may one may cry as he chants Hare Krishna, but if within his heart his motive is not wholly and solely to satisfy the Lord, his crying will not satisfy. Cannot satisfy. Or if one adopts some speculative process of of devotional service, that also cannot satisfy the Lord. There are many popular folk stories of how people offer meat out of love to the Lord, and the Lord accepts it. But these are only folk stories. It's not. This cannot be accepted as a. Uh, it is. It is opposite hunting. Cannot yeah. be accepted as factual. So that. The techniques are there, techniques of devotional service are there. One should uh, follow them, but with the genuine desire, that genuine bhav, seva bhav, desire to serve the Lord. Now we also find in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Rupa Goswami describes one girl, I think her name was Chandra Kanti, who, who danced all night to invoke the pleasure of the Lord. He cites this as an example of how dancing uh, before the Lord is pleasing to him and gives the result of pure devotion. So, so we may think, well, uh, yeah, okay, I'll dance all night and please the Lord. Or if, or if, or if I chant maybe 64 rounds and, and fast fully, then the Lord will be pleased with me. But we can understand that the... That it's not simply the dancing, but the attitude of wanting to please the Lord, which is what has pleased him. Tirupati is close to here. So many thousands of people every day go for darshan of the Lord. The Lord is pleased with them. He is pleased to see that they have come uh, away from their materialistic way of life. They come to see him and call his name Govinda, Govinda. But they cannot fully satisfy Govinda. If one person comes and prays to Govinda, Srinivas, that uh, you please engage me in your service as you desire. That will be more pleasing to Srinivas than thousands and thousands of people coming and praying that you please fulfill my own personal desire and, and putting lakhs and crores of rupees in the hundi. Only this bhav of Pure devotional service can actually satisfy the Lord. Therefore, the uh, bona fide Vaishnava Sampradayas are recognized because they nourish this bhav of pure devotion to the Lord. And one can actually be considered within the Sampradaya if he himself uh, cultures that bhav. One who has 
accepted initiation within the pure Vaishnava Sampradaya, but is cultivating desires other than pure devotional service, is not actually within the Sampradaya, is not actually a disciple. And even if he accepts disciples himself, he cannot transmit pure devotional service because he doesn't have it. Therefore, in the beginning and all throughout all the stages of devotional service, bhav is crucial. As Srila Prabhupada writes, advancement in Krishna consciousness depends on the attitude of the performer. So from the very, very beginning, uh, what is one's bhav that will determine one's advancement? And how far can we go in pure devotional service? There is no limit. The, the, the bhav can intensify unlimitedly. That is why uh, the Goya Vaishnava Acharyas, while uh, offering all respect to the Shuddha Bhav of other Vaishnava Acharyas, they uh, ascertain the Bhav that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught to be superlative. Okay, I'll try to say in an easier language. The Gorya Vaishnava Acharyas, they worship the Shuddha Bhakti Bhav of Acharyas in other sampradayas. They recognize that this is the, the same Bhav that they themselves are cultivating. But at the same time, they recognize or, or they ascertain the, what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given to be the more in, the, the, the intensest manifestation of that bhav. Jodi na hoito, tabe ki hoito, de. The associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sings that if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had come, had not come, how could we live? Radha Mahima Prima Rasha Srimad Dhagati Janatoke The uh, glories of Srimati Radharani, which is the ultimate limit of Prem Bhakti. Who could have informed the world of this? Madhura Brinda Bipina Mahaturi Prabesha Chaturi Shah. The, uh, the ultimate achievement is to uh, worship Krishna within the uh, sweet groves of Vrindavan that are so pleasing to him. Varaja Jugatiya Bhavera Bhakati Shakati Hoitoka. The Bhava Bhakti, the intensely emotional, loving devotion of the gopis of Vrindavan, who could have transmitted that? Who has the power to do so? Except Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Narad Muni developed Bhava by meditating upon the lotus feet of the Personality of Godhead. Is there any question? Krishna Maharaj, mm. you mentioned that uh, it is a bhava, it's very, very essential. I uh, can't even feel that the God is very essential. Yeah, there's no such thing as very essential. Either it's essential or it isn't. But uh, the attitude of the one person is always differs in bhakti. And then he told that when he, when he comes to the association of a pure devotee, Mm. He always needs a association of a pure devotee Sangha where he can be staying bhakti process. But the pure devotee association only stays for a little moment. Like after that, the pure devotee goes away from him. How he can still be in the process? 
If you only have a, the question is if you only have a moment's association with a pure devotee, how can you maintain that bhav? Well, that bhav, it uh, it is uh, transformatory. One has to capture that bhav within the heart by following the processes of devotional service. Just like I, I told that incident of the of the hippie who, on the in a flash of a moment, his whole life changed. And uh, he knew that I have to surrender to, to Prabhupada and to Krishna. So that bhav entered his heart. But that didn't mean that he didn't have to follow the practices of devotional service. If he hadn't done so, he could not have captured and developed that bhav. As I was explaining, that bhav enters the heart in seed form and one has to cultivate it by taking instructions from the spiritual master. When many people are there with... Uh how to avoid disturbances even among devotees caused by different attitudes disturbances are not necessarily bad if the shared attitude of all is simply to please Krishna. We should not be concerned if it is disturbing to us. If it is disturbing to Krishna, that is not desirable. If by our own neophyte attitude we become disturbed, that is our own foolishness. But if we desire if due to conflicting desires to serve Krishna, there is disturbance, and that is very pleasing to Krishna. We have to distinguish between the mundane feelings and transcendental feelings. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam Kijan. Yeah.